Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Refined Taste Podcast. This next episode is with Cam of The Daily Refresher, located at 293 Alexander Street. Their current hours are Wednesday through Saturday, 4 to 11. So pull up a stool, pour your favorite mocktail or cocktail, unless you're driving, don't do that, and enjoy the episode. Alright everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of Ret- Refined Taste with Dario and Chris. I'm Dario, that's Chris over here, or under here, I don't know where he is. <laughs> I am Chris. What's up Chris? Uh, we have I'm, another I'm, fantastic I'm I'm episode around. for you. Uh, we are joined by Cam, uh, part owner and manager of The Daily Refresher. How you doing Cam? Great man, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thanks, glad to be here. Yeah, man. Welcome. Um, oh, right. We're clapping. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, we're excited to have you on here, man. Um, we had a great visit uh, to the Daily Refresher a couple weeks back. Feels like forever, though. though. <laughs> it was like two weeks ago. No, time flies. I know. It really mm-hmm. does. Um, but uh, it Yeah, was, that little uh, week break that we had kind of like threw off a rhythm. <laughs> right exactly no but we love your spot um we came in there with a group of people um we uh enjoyed some cocktails and uh you know we messed around <laughs> in your bar <laughs> mostly yes yeah i saw some pictures of somebody floating around on the ladder yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know I mean, <laughs> yeah I know. No, that was the first thing i wanted to <laughs> i said I'm going to be like the kid from Willy Wonka that gets stuck in the, in the tube. You're right. <laughs> You're like, don't tell me I can't. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you left us unattended upstairs. So that's, I mean. I should have known better. It's yeah. my fault. Shenanigans yeah. will ensue. <laughs> definitely. We definitely scared one of your bartenders. Uh, I right. forgot her name, but bless her. She definitely was on the job. She was like, hey, you guys don't belong up here. And I was like, I know the owner. <laughs> <laughs> classic phrase classic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's like still get out of here please right uh <laughs> no we um i mean we, we we spent some time downstairs at the downstairs bar because that was mostly open during that time but upstairs uh is where the action is i think it's where you are right now right yes sir yeah so it's kind of i'd say iconic kind of for your place yeah, definitely mm-hmm. grabs people's attention. I mean, all this whiskey behind me, you know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If you if you checked out our Instagram yeah. and any picture basically from the daily refresher, that background is there and it's <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty much all whiskey. <laughs> right. It's a library, a whiskey library, I'd say. That might that's, be the name of that's our the ladder. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i was told i couldn't get on it and i was like okay sure and then i got on there but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little wobbly it was it was wobbly <laughs> well it's, it doesn't touch the floor yeah right it's yeah. it's suspended so we made it so it's like perfectly level i wasn't prepared oh bro you could <laughs> yo that's amazing you were flying you were literally flying <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> it's like bell from Beauty and the Beast. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. 
That's me. I'm the beast, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, we love your spot. Chris has been going there for years. Chris, right? You're uh, you're a regular. You know Cam. Yeah, since since y'all opened. Yep. I, I I've known Cam for like, what, like nine, ten years now? Eight or nine years, actually. As soon as as soon as Daily Refresher opened, I just go there. That was back when I was in my uh, ties and vest phase, and it really worked out because like the whole staff was in ties and vests, and uh, I think that enamored me with everybody. Also, people thought I worked there, so <laughs> dude, it you're, was great. It was your tie game. Your tie knot. I remember you did like a you did like the, the three. I mean, dude, you tried every single knot. It was, oh yeah, it yeah, was yeah. So impressive. I was like. Wow, this guy's tie knot <laughs> game is on fire. Yeah, like I probably, I probably could have just low key like interviewed like that. Like this is my, this is my marketing strategy. Check out this tie. Show me how to sling drinks, and I'm in. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you're happy there, Chris. Yeah, I never knew there were so many different uh, knot styles, but you, you bring a new one like every week. Chris is like Hannibal yeah, Lecter. Yeah, I got, you got to step. You always got to step it up. <laughs> With all the ties, the knots, man. <laughs> That's how you get. He gets close to you, and then you're like, yeah. "Oh, yep. look at that knot." <laughs> yeah, he sucked me right yes. in. Yes, yes. He, yes. he likes to dress nicely. Um, he puts me to shame always, but it's not my thing. <laughs> it's your thing, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm, so I'm Chris, very, what, yeah, I like to step step it up. Right. You do, though. Um, always. Um, what do you, what, what do we drink when we were there, Chris? I'm trying to remember. Um, I had uh, something. Oh, so we had a couple of, um, the menu. we had some custom cocktails. Uh, Cam did a margarita for you. That's right. It was uh, very tequilish. That's a good thing. Um yeah, it was like it was delicious. It was sweet, and you could definitely feel like this is some this is some good stuff. Um, the other things we had, I think we were just like pointing out things on the menu, <laughs> and I yeah. know that we had a lot of gin drinks. And I'm gonna look up what which one we had. I'm looking at the menu now. Yeah, um, Cam, what what's like one of the most popular drinks that you had there? Um, so our menu just changed. We change it quarterly. Um, oh. Try try to at least. Um, so right now, one of the most popular ones is uh, Follow the Rules, which is a vodka cocktail. Then we have another one called the Ruby Splash. Ruby Splash is a gin cocktail, and that one's been uh, pretty popular. Um, and then mm. the other popular one is, I think, Local Talent. Local Talent is uh, a rye cocktail. So those are probably nice. the top three. So uh, you just changed this, like literally, like that might just have been now, one that I had, right? It's, yeah, since, it's only been a couple since we've weeks. been there. Oh, okay, yeah. I think yeah, because I don't even I don't even recognize yeah. these ones on here. <laughs> are you are you on our website? Yeah. So I haven't updated the website just yet. Oh, okay. It's, I, it's on my list of. I mean, uh, I see local mm-hmm. talent. Follow the rules is on here. Yeah, those are carryovers from the previous. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so we usually try and save the ones that are most popular into the next phase. And then we phase them out with whatever's proliferating after that, you know? Uh, okay. Nice. Um, what goes into making the menu? Do you do that? Is there a co- collaboration? 
it's a, it's a team effort actually. So um, when we first started, you know, we had a few good bartenders um, and we were getting going. We were all kind of learning together anyway. Um, and so I, I knew that I didn't know as much as I needed to know in order to be really good at this. So I decided to make it sort of a team activity and nice. say to everyone, you know, bring in a cocktail that you want to make or that you're passionate mm -hmm. about or whatever. Um, or if you have an idea that you think would be really cool and you want others to try it, um, and we work together in like a workshop sort of experience where we're, you know, utilizing all the spirits around that we have uh, and, and working together to like fine tune those cocktails. And after the success of the first couple menus that we did that way, I thought, yeah, this is really great. You know, it also, the way we hire people is such that we want them to kind of start at the base level, work their way up to becoming, um, you know, our bar manager or, you know, head bartender or whatever, just like a really, really great uh, cocktail bartender. Um, so that's like part of the phase and the training process is to sort of be a part of those meetings. Because if I just, you know, drive it from the top, nobody learns anything. Right. So the idea is like we're, it's, it's all about the learning mm -hmm. together. That's the, that's the idea. That's and it's cool. like a team thing, you know, we, we get to know each other, we goof around, you know, we get to spend time together, not, you know, five deep or three deep or whatever. So it's like yeah. a real opportunity for us to connect as right. a team. Right. Cool. Um, do you, do you find that your bartender team or you call you, do, do they still call them mixologists? Is that still a thing? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can use that phrase. I mean, or that, that word, I mean, <laughs> most, most bartenders, uh, want to just be a bartender. You know, okay. when somebody says mixologist, it's like that, that's somebody that's like really pushing the envelope and they're, you know, doing crazy stuff. They're probably in a big city like New York, you know, where literally they probably are like a true mixologist. Okay. I see. Um, not that my people aren't that mm -hmm. skilled, but most of us gravitate towards the term just bartender. It's a little okay. less, you know, uh, flashy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like that was kind right. of a trend right. type of word that yeah. came up maybe a couple of years back. Mm -hmm. um, that and like metrosexual was the thing. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> what was happened? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> I'm glad that's gone. I think I think I probably killed that with all the yes. ties. Yes, Chris, you had something to do with that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. I killed appreciate that. it. I'm good because that was just. That was weird. That sounds like you just have sex with cities. It's not really. <laughs> Which you were doing probably at the time. <laughs> well, yeah, I just, I still haven't called Tokyo back, but I will. I That's will. right. Yes. Get her, get Tokyo on the Shout phone. Shout out to Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> Good Olympics you're going to have there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's cool, man. Yeah. Um, I feel like mixologist is, can you find like if somebody comes up to you and they say, this is what I like, this is the type of liquor, can you put something together for them? Yeah. So on our menu actually is a thing called the fighter's chance. Uh -huh. um, and it's meant to be exactly that. So if you're like, I like gin, um, I want herbs and maybe some spice, you know, th those three characteristics is probably all I would need in order to make a good you know a decent enough cocktail that's yeah. kind of 
new or I, you know, mix a couple of ideas together or there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Cool. But usually most bartenders mm -hmm. have a Rolodex of cocktails in their head. Right. Yeah. So we kind of just swap things around a little bit and, you know, make it work. I sometimes, yeah, I sometimes mm -hmm. feel that's cool because that's how you kind of, you discover things sometimes yeah. for at least a patron, you know, where you go in there, Hey, I like whiskey. Right. I like this, some bitters. And then they put something together for you. And then you're mm -hmm. like, Oh, that's great. You know, that's kind of my go-to now. Yeah. Definitely. Um, a fun part yeah. of the job is, is making things up like that. Usually though, I mean, most of us kind of have like five or six in our head that are like, okay, if I just take out the spirit and replace it with, you know, tequila or gin or whatever, uh, it'll still work, you know? So, um, and if you've made enough cocktails over the years, you're like, oh, I got, I got a cocktail that you'll love that includes all those ingredients, you know, that is not on our menu. So. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, let's go back. So, you opened the Daily Refresher in 2009, right? November Sorry. 2009, you said, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, you and Jonathan Swan are the owners? Yes. So what was, uh, what was the idea behind the Daily Refresher? What was the mission? So we were trying to emulate some of the great cocktail bars in New York City um, and sort of this idea of the cocktail that was kind of coming around um, around that time. You know, Good Luck was one of the first. Um, and then Us, Revelry, Cheshire. Uh, and I want to say one more kind of opened all at the same time. Um, I want to say Owl House is the one I'm thinking. Okay, yeah. We kind of opened right around the same time. Yeah. We were all focused on sort of the same idea of making the cocktail, uh, you know, bringing the cocktail back to life. Um, and for us, our mm -hmm. our decor um, is modeled after like a 1920s style uh, with the old furniture and sort of loungy style. So John and I actually went to New York City um, in 2011 together and went bar hopping, basically. And we found a, a series of different types of bars that had sort of a, a mixture of all of the things that we wanted to bring um, to this place. Um, and so so we kind of blended them together and kind of came up with our own idea a little bit. But um, the main concepts were, you know, great cocktails, um, loungy experience, like a, a, a nice high-end bar, um, kind of in a in a neighborhood at the time that was a little less high-end, I'll say. Um, right. So we were trying mm -hmm. to elevate it a little bit and bring some, you know, uh, some skill and some uh, some sexiness back down to this area, I guess some class yeah no, i hear you <laughs> i'll yeah. say it i'll say class yeah yeah it's a good word Easton alexander not yes. really known for that yes. so much but uh <laughs> <laughs> but it, it needs it yeah damn no, it they'll try though yeah yeah, yeah. um now which, which bars did you visit can i guess a few um one of my favorites that we visited down there my wife and i uh, we always do research when we'd visit. And then when we lived down there, we were crazy. But um, we liked Death and Company was one of our ones that we went to. Yep. Yeah, that's a good spot. We we couldn't find it. Did you ever think of, <laughs> about putting like not a door? <laughs> we, we played around with all the ideas <laughs> behind a real speakeasy style. Yeah. Uh, 
for a long time. Mm-hmm. But the phone in the booth. end, you know, yeah. we we're just, you know, based on the construction of the building and, you know, just the normal layout, we couldn't really do some of those things, but right. we wanted to real bad. Yeah. 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 No, that's cool. Yeah. What was that? Uh, Please don't tell PDT, yep. right? PDT. Yeah. Um, and Booker and Dax yep. is another one. Yeah. We didn't go to Booker and Dax, but we went to a place called Beauty in Essex. Oh, uh, yeah. Beauty nice. in Essex is like the loungy. I know Beauty in of... Essex. Yeah. It's a cool yeah. spot. Kind of yeah. speakeasy, kind of. It was a mixture of a, a PDT is kind of the bar that we really love the most. You know, mm-hmm. um, you can see that we got mm-hmm. like birds and stuff in this joint, you yeah. know, that are, you know, we got a, a bear head and things like that. So taxidermy was kind of a, a part of it that we thought kind of made it seem really, really cool and kind of old school. So, yeah, but PDT was definitely one of the big ones. And then Beauty Nessex yeah. for like the loungy area. Yeah. And uh, yeah. No, I like it. Yeah. No, it's uh, it really came together nicely. Um, I don't know. Did, did you see the, yeah. the picture of Chris lounging? Yeah. <laughs> With his leg up. <laughs> yeah. Talking to your talking to that bird. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Well, that was a different one. But yeah, <laughs> that was the yeah, Mary. Oh, like, you're right. The other yeah. one. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He was laid out like uh, Kate Winslet, like Rose. <laughs> yeah that's right no i would have um, painted you like one of my french girls chris yeah <laughs> i would have loved that i mean it's not too late next that's time true. the month that's is true. young we're still here <laughs> that's right <Yeah. laughs> and friday's payday <laughs> oh there you go <laughs> yeah. um no it's a great spot so in 2012 you opened um I was thinking about this before we started a little bit, and I was thinking about we had um, Tap and Mallet on Joe McBain, and I feel like there's some similarities between mm-hmm. the craft cocktail scene and the craft beer scene, and it kind of starting around mm-hmm. the same time. Do you feel that? Yeah, I mean, the craft beer scene started probably like three to five years before the cocktail yeah. scene, I'd say. Um, but there's definitely some similarities, you know, people that are really looking for, you know, a quality, you know, beverage to enjoy, um, you know, that is, you know, maybe not the norm, you know, it's not a G and T here and over there, it's right. not a Coors Light, you know, so exactly, um, you know, the idea is that, you know, right, right. elevate the quality, um, and make it, you know, something that people really are seeking. Other than more than two ingredients. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that's so, right. I mean, that's the same. You know, you're talking about Budweiser, it's like, you know, it's malt and uh, you know, and hops basically. There's like two ingredients there. So and water. Yeah. Yeah. And water, yeah. It's yep. mostly water. But uh <laughs> and yeast. Yeah, it's, and yeast, yeah. Ninety <laughs> percent <90% of> water. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, the thought is that you're putting some more effort. There's some more culinary um, expertise going into it for sure. Yeah, we, it's funny. We actually do a lot of, um, so whenever we make a cocktail menu, we uh, end up spending a lot of time in the kitchen making different syrups, uh-huh. you know, sort of macerating different uh, herbs or fruits in order to make them, you know, to carry the flavor through into a syrup or whatever. So it's a little bit when you're a bartender, a little bit like being a chef at times, you know, you're kind of like 
when you're creating the menu, you're creating the sauce, you know, that goes into it or whatever. But yeah, yeah, definitely. I like what the what the flavor notes are. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. So it's cool. So, so go ahead, Chris. The design of the place. I was gonna say, like the design of the place, like before it was daily refresher you know you it was like blue room it was like it was basically like a club kind of vibe it had two bars like you still have um like who was who redesigned that like it was it was kind of a wild design before and to turn it into like that parlor and everything up top and like now you've got an extended parlor downstairs like was that a was that all you? Was that John? Um, was it, the it was team? a combination of the two of us. Uh, mostly, sorry, I got to plug my computer in. There we go. Um, so <laughs> no problem. John, uh, John is amazing at uh, designing things. He really is. It's like a hidden talent. I don't even know if he recognizes how good he is. Um, but I mean. Honestly, the, the main thing mm-hmm. that the thread between the two of us, and we've worked together since we were 15 years old. Um, so our big thing was we just wanted to be a classy place. You know, we kept trying to say, like, uh, you know, well, what should it look like? Mm-hmm. Well, what does a classy place look like? There's probably some, some decent wood. So our bar top is made of black walnut. Um, you know, we wanted nice wood flooring. Smells, smells of mahogany. Yeah, rich mahogany. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, it was really about keeping mm-hmm. it classy and you know trying to really shine through like the twenties style, um, which was you know the the subway tile behind right. me. Yeah, um, you know those kinds of things. The open shelf with mm-hmm. the uh, you know the, uh, the the black pipe used for the shelving, things like that. So we try to go with those really basic ideas that were, you know, maybe not prevalent in that time, but, you know, those elements were around. And so that was kind of the idea. It was like, let's keep it classy. Let's make it look old. Let's put really quality stuff into it. You know, this, this uh, black walnut was a pretty penny. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, John did it most, I'm sure. most of it. <laughs> it looks like a pretty... He just freezes. Yeah, oh. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, but uh, it shows that. Yeah, like, I just uh, freeze. Definitely, the just detail froze. shows, um, and it, there was definitely some thought put into it. Um, so it's it's really cool that I think you did capture that for sure. Yeah. What's uh, yeah. another cool fact about the daily? Um, John and I actually pretty much did all the work ourselves. Really? Yeah. So we put down the tile. We built the bar. We you know, painted the walls, uh, put up the tile, you know, whatever. We did it all pretty much ourselves. So it took us six months, two guys, six months. (laughs) Not bad. That's crazy. What a, what a task. (laughs) Do you have background? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Uh, sort of not really. I mean, I've always kind of, um, helped out in projects with friends and family wherever I could just to learn stuff. Um, but again, mm-hmm. another hidden talent of John's is that he is uh, 
unbelievably knowledgeable about so many things. It's, it's really like, I mean, I've known him since we were 13, um, worked together since we were 15. And I mean, you know, he's such a goofball. Sometimes you don't really think of that person knowing all these things. And he really knows so much. It's like, it was mind boggling to me. You know, yeah. he knew everything about tile, plumbing, electric. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I mean, uh, that's definitely uh, money. So two things I never thought I would hear. (laughs) Right. Two things I never thought I'd hear is John Swan and goofball in the same sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Goofball. You don't even know the silly things that guy's done. I mean, it's, (laughs) he is hilarious. He, he, he plays a good, he plays a good button up role too. But I mean, he's, he has a lot of fun. Oh yeah, definitely. So um take Sweet. us back there. Um you said you've you've known him like since you were twelve years old, working together since you were fifteen. What what were you doing at fifteen? So his mom opened a restaurant um <clears throat> in Bushnell Basin called West Coast Cafe. Oh. Um around that time. So that was probably nineteen ninety six uh-huh. or so, five or six, something like that. Um, and actually John was the dishwasher and, uh, he wanted to not be the dishwasher anymore. Uh, so his mom, I think said, find somebody that'll be the dishwasher and you can be a busboy." <laughs> and, uh, so he asked me if I wanted a job and I said, yeah, and started working as the dishwasher while he was the busboy. And, uh, then we ended up working at a coffee shop together that his mom owned, uh, that was at MCC, um, and then years later, we worked at a wood shop together that I worked at first. Um, and then let's see where else do we work together. Uh, he worked with my brother someplace, funny enough. And then, I don't know, we, we worked maybe one or two more jobs together before he opened Dorado. And then when he opened Dorado, I worked at Dorado um, part time. So, so that was been, Dorado was the first of the restaurants then, huh? Yeah, so Sabone was the first one on Park Avenue. Okay. Yeah, um, that's his mom's restaurant, and then he opened Dorado. Mm-hmm. I want to say like two or three years later. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Rue now, right? It's Rue. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so then we did the yep. build out for Dorado, and then he opened that in two thousand eight. I want to say. So. Yeah. So he gave you a job again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was working at Xerox at the time, <laughs> and uh, so I, I just needed a social social outlet, uh, you know, just moving back to the city, and, you know, I was like, I need some place to meet people and, like, be out, right. and also maybe make some money. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So, you, with your bartending career, where, that's always nice. Yes. Where, where does that go back to? Like, how long have you been bartending? Uh, since Dorado, actually, I uh, okay. so I was a server at Dorado, and there came a point in time where we were just so busy, and I said to the bartender at the time, he's still there, actually, Ryan Bassan, Um and I said, Ryan, you're so far behind on mojitos and margaritas. Just teach me those, and I'll make those whenever I can to help you out. And so he taught me those, and then I learned the rest of the menu, and then all of a sudden I was a bartender there. So I did that for like a year. And then around that time is when John said, uh, hey, you want to open a place with me, Cam? And I said, sure, let's do it. 
Nice. That's exciting. So you, you, did you catch the cocktail, like the, the bartending bug, would you say? I mean, for the most (laughs) part, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I really enjoy the, the creative outlet that it presents, you know what I mean? It's a lot of fun to create new concoctions and, um, you know, just have fun with it. Yeah, definitely. And then like the social aspect, like you said, I mean, um, you enjoy talking to people and just yeah. being behind the bar, the stick, as they <laughs> yeah, say, the stick. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cool, man. That's awesome. That's a good story. Um, so, uh, yeah. So it, you've been going strong since, uh, 2012, almost 10 years now. You're going to yeah. have a big party for that. <laughs> I, I think we're probably going to do something I, as long as there's not another pandemic. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah. yeah, it's been, uh, fingers it's been crossed. Been yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. So we were talking about before we came on that, um, you know, that it feels like things are kind of coming back a little bit. Um, things are getting a little busier. Um, how you feeling about it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, things are starting to be normal again which is, which is nice. Um, but the no mask thing now makes it so, you know, people are standing up, uh, ordering drinks, you know, kind of like, like it was pre pre pandemic. Um, right. So it's been nice to sort of get back to the norm. Part of me kind of misses the fact that everybody had to be seated because <laughs> it's you know a little <laughs> less crazy and you can kind of control things a little bit better, but it's a bar. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody lingering. I do got to say, I think one of my favorite things, right. One of my favorite things was like being a regular, really easy for me to get a drink, even though there was like, you know, a line of like four, four rows of people, you know, in front of me, you know, just being a regular at daily. If you ever become a regular at daily, sometimes you get your drink a little faster. Make sure you tip your bartenders though. That's the main thing. Sure. I missed part yeah. of that though, Chris. I don't know. That was like way back. Yeah, yeah no, I know. I, I know. It's, it's... Oh, um, the benefits of becoming a regular at the daily. <laughs> but, um, <I've>... yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Um, Can you hear us okay? Yeah, better now. I don't know what's going on, but internet. <laughs> yeah. Damn green light. No, it's a uh, green light's pretty good actually, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, man. So let's talk about, you have some food there too. Um, we'll jump back and we'll talk about whiskey later on, but uh, so you got the, you used to have a food truck or was that, did things change? So we got the food truck in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, as a, an extension of our kitchen and a, as a, a marketing outlet. So yeah. um, we started doing food truck events and stuff like that, but we use that as our summer kitchen just because it's kind of fun. And yeah. uh, it's reminiscent of a place in Brooklyn that, that John visited and really liked. And uh, I've since been to a couple of places in Brooklyn and a couple of places in Chicago and uh, Portland and, uh, a couple other cities like that. So 
we kind of were trying to model a, a few of those with the food truck. I'm trying to think. I think there was a place, the woods or something it was called. I forget. Um, but they, yeah, they made like Mexican food or something mm-hmm. in the backyard, which is dope. Nice. <laughs> in, in New yeah. York? Yeah. yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah. But it was like kind of clubby vibe, but then like outside would be pretty chill, kind of with the picnic tables and everything like you guys have, which is nice. Yeah, I definitely went to a place like that in Brooklyn. It sounds yeah. actually like the same place. Right. Yeah. No, definitely. No. So um, what, what goes into the menu there? Like what, what kind of ideas do you come up with? Um, so our menu hasn't really changed a ton over the years. Uh, we, we kind of try and maintain a little consistency there, uh, mostly because we're flipping back and forth from the food truck to our inside kitchen uh, seasonal, seasonally, you know, uh, mm-hmm. as soon as it gets too cold outside, mm-hmm. move inside. Um, and uh, vice versa, obviously, in the warmer months. Um, but so we stick with our kind of classic food truck menu, a couple burgers, a Cuban sandwich, the chicken waffle, some fries. And we've added a couple others. We added a chicken sandwich last year and uh, uh, seared Brussels sprouts for the vegetarian people in the world. Um, nice. <clears throat> yeah. So trying to add little things like that that make sense. Uh for the service style and the kind of food that might be popular. Is that uh, is that you that's making those decisions? You have like kind of a, a team or chef or something that makes, makes the menu. Uh, so I've had a bunch of chefs that have passed through and, you know, usually they bring a couple of ideas and, you know, some of them stick and some of them don't. Um, I'm more the decision maker in terms of what I think will actually sell versus, you know, some chef's crazy notion of, you know, this crazy, I don't know, they come up with crazy ideas all the time. You're just like, yeah, in what kitchen are we going to make that? Yeah. (laughs) But uh, so usually, usually I'm behind (laughs) that just with like, let's make this fit our process, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Chris, you've eaten there before. Yeah, uh, but I think my first meal there was the uh, chicken waffles. Like, they were delicious. And then uh, I love getting the uh, the flatbread, the, the pizza that you make. Um, and, of course, I had to get the chicken sandwich. I actually had the chicken sandwich um, a couple of weeks ago when I was just, like, chilling out there. And, uh, yeah, everything's everything's delicious. I'm glad the food truck's back out there, though. That was always a nice like summer thing because you sit out on a courtyard, you get like a pile of fries to share. We can finally share food again. So I'm into pretty much everything there. I don't share Chris though, but. Uh... <laughs> no, you don't, you don't share. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my thing. Uh... <laughs> No, um, no, that's awesome. It's it's a great space. Spend some time <laughs> over there for sure. Um, and uh, it's just like a, it's a great place. It's really, it, you got kind of different environments. You know, you got the downstairs, you got the upstairs, you have the outside. So it's like you can hang out in, in different spots, but it's the same place, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely one of our, I think, best assets is just how different each space can feel even though they 
they combine pretty well overall. Like the look yeah. and feel is very similar, but the vibe is just a little bit different, you know? Exactly. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. So um, right behind you on the wall there, you got all your whiskeys. And uh, you said that you got 300 different whiskeys there? Um, yeah, somewhere right around there. It might be a little bit lighter than, than that right now, just due to the pandemic. Okay. Yeah, um, We definitely have not had the opportunity to buy as much mm-hmm. um, over the last year and a half or whatever. So, you know, it's still up there, though. We probably have got to be close to 300, I would think. Yeah. Can I, can I ask you why you have so many? <laughs> Um, well, we wanted to be a whiskey bar. Be a whiskey bar. Right, okay. So do you, oh, yeah. I know on Wednesdays you have, uh, it's like Whiskey Wednesdays, and you do like flights. That's cool. Yeah, so Whiskey Wednesday, we try and bring a new flight to people um, so that they can, uh, you know, experience new new whiskeys and, you know, try just try different stuff that they don't normally try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say is like, so I'm, I'm somebody that doesn't really know whiskey that well. Um, what's like the difference between like, what would you notice between like one whiskey to another? Um, well, I mean, obviously the different uh, base that it is. So rye versus bourbon versus scotch, uh, let's just say. Um, but I mean, mm-hmm. within each one of those categories, there's a wide variety based on the aging and how it's processed, uh, where it comes from, you know, what, honestly, what their capabilities are in terms of, uh, you know, the, you know, their process at, at the, each distillery, it's all different. So, I mean, obviously some bourbons have more vanilla flavor than others. In terms of scotch, some have, you know, more sherry than others. Okay. Um, and then rye, more rye than others. But I mean, they're all different. So, I mean, that's the cool thing is that even when you think like, oh, I don't like scotch, you know, you, you, there's probably a few scotches out there that you'd really enjoy, but you just, you got to try them, you know, and you got to right, trust right. the fact that it's, mm-hmm. it's something new and you're going to experience it. And, you know, hopefully you find one that you like. Usually yeah. we can help, uh, you know, direct somebody a little bit if there's any, um, you know, desire to try new things and they're like i really like this particular flavor note or whatever we can uh try and find that on the wall behind me yeah i mean i i always wanted to drink scotch because i feel like it's really classy you know <laughs> it goes along you just want to yes. be like you know swirling it it's around very classy. yeah <laughs> but I, I don't like it because i'm i'm, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a baby <laughs> so <laughs> You're like, this is too strong for me, you know, I'll say something like that. But um because <laughs> it, it gets me all warm, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just like Chris's <laughs> gin, gin drinks over there. Yes. How you doing, Chris, with those drinks? Oh yeah, yeah. This uh this gin is oh I'm doing great. Shout out to Black Button, uh hit us up. <laughs> but uh yeah, I like the gins during the summer. Actually, I think that was like where I actually started like actually drinking gin was because of daily refresher. 
because I used to not like it because I thought it was like too uh, astringent. I think, I think that's the right term. Like it's just, it wasn't great. And then, uh, you know, your bartenders and you like introduced me to like the way gin drinks should taste. So now I'm all over it. Good. Yeah. This lemonade and gin is delicious. <laughs> yeah. I, I love hearing stuff like that because I mean, we, we really have tried really hard to, to teach people that even when they say they hate something, it's like, there's, there's some stuff out there. You, you probably don't even know sometimes when there's gin in a cocktail that's made right. You know, if you don't look at the menu and you just say, I want this, this, and this, right. I mean, there's a, there's a way to make anything really taste great if you know it well enough. You know? Yeah, no, definitely. And it's a, that's definitely a skill. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So cocktail revival. Um, when did, when did that start? Ooh, we're on year number eight, I want to say. So yeah. maybe 2013 or 14. I can't, I can't remember, honestly, which what, what was the first year. Yeah, so not too long after you guys opened up. So that yeah, was definitely... Was, I, go ahead. Sorry. So it was definitely like kind of like you were saying all these different um, cocktail-focused places were opening and it seemed like, you know, a good time to bring everybody together. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, so we met, you know, Chuck came in to the bar mm-hmm. and, you know, I think he might've brought uh, John Carroll from Revelry at the time uh, with him and, or maybe John came in too, mm-hmm. but uh, the idea was, yeah, let's combine our forces and, you know, like big cities and really show people that this city does have a really great food and beverage um, history, or at least we're trying to get to the place where the food and beverage side is way better than it was. You know, there's there's nothing worse than going to a city and every restaurant or bar you go to is just the same or it's boring or whatever. So the idea was to focus that, highlight that and, you know, really bring it to life. I think we did a pretty good job. No, I agree. I mean, it's a super popular event. Um, I don't know if it's been announced yet, but uh, I think it's going to be coming back. But uh, has has that been announced? I don't know if I can (laughs) talk about it. But um, (laughs) yes, we're going to do, I think it's the end of August, beginning of September. Okay, I'll I'll let you say it. But um, (laughs) because I wasn't sure if they did like a But, you know, they, yeah. somebody told us. But, um, no, that's awesome. That's a great event, and it's it's great to bring people together again. Um, you know, it's not the same being a, a virtual event, that's for sure. Yeah, last year was tough mm-hmm. um, with not really being able to do events and just sort of, you know, talk about, like, our restaurant week or our, you know, cocktail revival week. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't the same. So did you, I'm, I'm excited to have it back. Yeah, definitely. Um, there was like a thing with the pandemic that uh, people were drinking a lot more during the pandemic. Did you uh, did you find that uh, that it, it, it applied to you as well? <laughs> I mean, maybe initially, um, but you right around uh, June when they kind of let us do the to go stuff. I yeah. kind of, I was the only employee left. 
um, for a while. So I was doing all the food prep, uh, any to-go cocktails, and then doing any pop-up event. So I kind of was like, all right, I can't be sitting around my house chugging bottles of booze. Yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta get up for work in the morning, get after it. Um, but I mean, initially, yeah, definitely had a few extra drinks. Probably yeah. a stress reliever, you know. Uh, mostly because I was a little freaked out. Like, what are we gonna do? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I think everybody felt the same way. Yeah, it was it was nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, that was the that was the one thing. I'm making you know, up for it right now. I toilet, I was one of the people who didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was the that was the thing. It was toilet paper and liquor. We're <laughs> flying off the shelves. <laughs> yeah. that's for sure yeah we were selling some of our stockpiled booze here for a portion of that as well trying to uh you know just cover any expenses we had and make sure we're you know whole on our purveyor side right? we didn't want to shortchange anybody so, right I mean, so you guys were a little while there yeah you guys were doing like to-go cocktails as well like the the ready-made stuff yeah, to go cocktails. We were selling extra whiskey, and I was I was doing um, like smoked barbecue out back. So we have a big old smoker, and I was mm. smoking ribs and brisket and pulled pork and stuff like that for each week. It was fun. Chris, why why, why did we miss that? I don't understand where we were. <laughs> we weren't paying attention. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> The podcast Man. hadn't started yet. I, you got to do. That. You got to bring it back. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's on the list. Uh, that that may have been personally my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. If you bring it back, we'll be there for sure. Right on. Yeah, I love yeah, that because absolutely. I, I, like the, it was fun to smoke. You know, I was smoking probably six or eight racks of ribs almost every single week. So yeah. it's kind of fun. You know? Cool, man. Yeah, and it was popular, well received. Yeah, it was well received. I mean, we didn't. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like they're flying off the shelves, but I mean, it was. You know, we we're making a few bucks and kind of keeping our name out there, and it was, yeah. you know, something to do for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's why we started the podcast. <laughs> we don't. Uh, we need to stay relevant. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's not the only reason, but you yeah. know, one yeah. of the reasons for sure. Um, Chris, do you I mean, have mostly the food? It was mostly, yes, the food. mostly the food. <laughs> do you have uh, terrible ideas for Cam for daily refresher? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Um, and I'm excited about these. One of them, I think, is an awesome idea. Uh, you have Whiskey Wednesdays. How about Tequila Tuesdays? That's I think that with just that makes sense. We've we've played cool. with the idea for sure. So the other thing, <laughs> yeah, I love I love tequila now. Uh, that was another thing that y'all uh, made you know made me like. Like I used to think that tequila just tasted like gasoline until I found a tequila drink that I actually loved, and uh, that was thanks to Daily Refresher. Oh, sick! Love it. So, what was that drink, Chris? You uh, remember? Tequila Tuesdays. Like you got the <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> another idea. Oh wait, am I frozen? I'm frozen. Chris, oh, you got to. Chris, you got to up, you yeah, upgrade your my... internet, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got all your roommates on your internet right now, Chris. <laughs> Dude, my my, I think my router's dying. Oh my goodness! All right, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. Kickstarter. I'm, like, I'm just gonna do it off of my Chris. phone next time. Uh, go find my... a GoFundMe page. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching, donate so Chris can. Well, get tell you internet. tell Greenlight to hit me up. <laughs> right. Tell Greenlight oh, to to hook me up because I was in the area. This is insane. Greenlight, um, if you're watching, my only other good idea. <laughs> all right go chris <laughs> i want to uh like i want to uh like keep with that like 1920s 1930s aesthetic uh like so you have like the bar like set up like that like you used to dress like like you were from the 1920s and 1930s uh also have the bartenders do espionage on german people you know just like you know kill some nazis every once in a while in the bar I think that's a good idea. Okay, well, outside here's the daily pressure. We we try and uh, encourage an inclusive uh, environment, Chris. So killing people is not really in our uh, core core belief system. Well, uh, albeit, but they're Nazis. They're not really in some people. Cases, uh, <laughs> we just uh, we try to keep everybody alive. You know. Yeah, they're they're called terrible ideas for a reason, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he suggested uh child labor know, multiple man. times so don't don't think this is any different but uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yes um and that's, uh, that's all i got that's all you got chris okay kill more nazis all right um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you you abandoned that whole uh, aesthetic with the the ties and the suspenders and such. So yeah, we we changed our our dress code a little bit uh, a few years ago, mostly because it was like it was like a super hot summer, and uh, everyone was complaining. They're like, "Damn, I am so hot! I got this vest on, I got the tie on, I got a dress shirt, I got an undershirt, I'm wearing jeans." I'm like, "All right." Tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna ditch it for a couple of weeks and we'll see. And we just kind of stuck that way a little bit. Yeah. Mostly because it was like a trend that was dying anyway, but also just that you know they were just so uncomfortable and I couldn't deal with it anymore. Even when I had to bartend, you know, I was like just sweat pouring. Right. So I was like, we're, yeah. we gotta find a better way to do this. So it's not a good look, sweaty bartender. Yeah, uh, nothing worse. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm going as for Halloween this year. Is sweaty bartender. <laughs> sweaty bartender. Yeah. Yes. Bartender on his first night. <laughs> <laughs> Soft opening bartender. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think that's a good move. I mean, uh, sometimes you gotta go for comfort over um, fashion. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's for sure. And we were happy. It was one of those things that kind of needed to change anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah we talked about everything. I mean, the drinks um, stay, the, stay just as good. That's right. The drinks didn't change. That's right. Um, 
do you have anything planned for the future for Daily Refresher aside from like um, you know the cocktail revival coming up? Um, I think, I mean, not really. I mean, our, we're still in the get out of jail situation with the pandemic. You know, just trying to make sure that we don't overextend and that we're you know sticking with our core and staying focused there. Um, so, I mean, nothing too spectacular this year. We're going to kind of um, be home more. So, you know, we're not going to take the food truck out as much. Um, we're going to kind of just stick to our core, stick, stick to what we're good at and wait for things to kind of get back to normal and then begin right. to add things back in as we go. As it is, yeah. our hours changed. You know, we cut two days out. We got Tuesday and Sunday cut off the list. So we're only open from Wednesday to Saturday right now. Um, okay. Eventually, we'd like to add Sunday back in first, I think, um, and then and then we'll go with Tequila Tuesday eventually. Yes. So. There you go, Chris. Now you can go. Yes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, yeah, no, that's yes. great. I mean, I, I feel like 2020, <laughs> you know, it's over. You know, trying to move on, trying to hit like a reset button and get back to basics. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely have had, you know, staffing issues as things have turned over a couple times from, you know, people changing careers or, you know, just changing the way they feel about this industry and whatnot. And then, you know, having them come back, uh, you know, in, in different waves as they, you know, are like, okay, I want to, this is what I want to do, or this is there I want to focus in. So we're, I'm kind of held back by that also so i'm just trying to let that unfold and then move forward with you know however it progresses but i don't i'm trying not to push it too fast too far um and then get in a situation where we you know look like fools or you know can't keep up or whatever yeah yeah definitely you gotta make it to that 10th anniversary um (laughs) that's right you gotta make sure we we make it to there at least that's right (laughs) No, you will. Chris will be on there every Tuesday, so he'll be supporting you. Um, yeah, Cam. For the people yeah, that definitely. don't know, uh, where where are you located? What's the address there? It's two ninety three Alexander Street. Two ninety three so, Alexander. Yeah, a couple doors down from Swan Dive. You know the older folks know the old Toad. It's not too far down the street either. Um, right. Stones right across the street. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got. You do have to just talk about Swan restaurants, but uh, <laughs> no, you said Old Toad, but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I like to mess with you, Cam. You're fun. Um, we appreciate your time, man. Uh, where where can people find you on <laughs> social media? On social media, um, so our Instagram is the Daily Refresher. Um, obviously, we're, we have a Facebook page as well. I think it's the daily refresher. Um, we have a wonderful person, Jordan Moss, who helps us run our Instagram and does most of our social media. But um, yeah, I mean that's those are our two, you know, at or whatever. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely, yeah. Um, at the daily refresher and then daily refresher on Facebook. Um, we've been tagging you all week. So if you follow us, um, you can find the daily refresher in any one of our posts basically. And then, uh, we'll be tagging the Facebook page too. Um, you know, hopefully, uh, 
you're you're there basically all the time, right, Cam? I sure am. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, we, so people I'm here. I'm, I'm usually here in the evenings at this stage. I actually um, uh, I'm doing some stuff during the day now for for another company, um, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, no, definitely. So in the evenings, catch Cam at the Daily Refresher. Um, and he can uh, make a delicious cocktail for you. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. See how fast he can make a margarita for you. He's He went slow for me, but... Uh, <laughs> pretty quick. How fast? Pretty quick. Yeah, pretty quick. Yeah. How fast yeah. can you do it? Under 30 seconds? Easily. <laughs> Easily. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Put him to the test. Get over there. Have a delicious margarita. Chris, you got anything else? Uh, no, I think, uh, I think we've covered everything. I think we need to uh, go there this Friday or Saturday or whenever they're open. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Hit it yes. up. Make some friends. That's right. Lay, lay out on that couch. Uh, <laughs> or not either way, but, uh, <laughs> Cam, thank, thank, thank you, you so guys. Much. Yes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I thank just want to so say much. thanks to you guys. Appreciate you guys very much for thinking of us. Thank you, me, for this opportunity. And, you know, you guys are such nice dudes. And, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure seeing you guys. So I really appreciate it. You know. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, no, we, we love having you. Absolutely. Um, we're, we're really happy to have you on here. Um, and we'll, we'll be seeing you around. So um, if not there, you know, I saw you on yeah. Sunday over at the market so we're all we're everywhere you know there's yep. three darios and three chris's out there <laughs> good yeah so. there's there's a few camps too. <laughs> there's a few cams too okay <laughs> awesome <laughs> thank you so much for joining us cam yeah man Absolutely, we'll see guys. you soon <laughs> all right sounds great man thanks guys yeah yeah all right cameron daily refresher go see him there um great dude great bartender you know he's been in the game for a minute yeah really chill dude mm -hmm. definitely chris um what do we want to talk about who do who do we want to shout out what do you got uh i have a shout out uh bold and gritty definitely uh they really came through for me like on i did an art walk this this sunday they donated um like a carafe of coffee for the art walk and i really appreciate that i had to do that turns out um they were they were heading to a wedding this weekend i had no idea so they like really went out of their way to get me coffee to share with people and i really love that about them also little brownie laura brown from little brownie uh bakes me 24 cookies for that same art walk uh really? they went in oh. 30 seconds yeah you yeah. didn't tell me i that. got That's like awesome. two left and yeah yeah i wanted to add big up to both of them and uh i want to you know always support always support small businesses Always support those people who are like just starting out because this is how they get big. You know, maybe 
little brownie will be like right up there with famous amos sometime um <laughs> and the same with bold and gritty who else yes. oh we went yeah. to uh, um, four, uh quick, 490 Chris, farmers uh, market too bold, bold and gritty uh they're they're up for their you can vote for them for this ups it's like a it's like a scholarship yes. it's a prize that they could win it's like twenty five thousand dollars right so if you go you know if you look up bold and gritty or if you're on our yeah. page it's in our stories um and definitely vote for them so they can win that it's great for you know a local business and uh black owned mm-hmm. coffee roaster awesome yes yeah yes, and uh fantastic. so chris 490 farmers um, i don't know oh right yeah we went to that farmer's market last week which was really dope uh 490 farmers had a farmer's market uh, we're going to be visiting 490 <laughs> farmers really soon that's right like in, in, next week um but yeah there's a farmer's market like right across the street yes. at the like in the church parking lot there was like, music stingray sushi fusion was there shout out to stingray it's delicious sushi um yes. it's like you know books crafts we ran into the embark well the farm that houses embark there i picked up some cider so yeah and it's just been a yeah it's been a really nice week that's right it's, it's uh a really if, good week. if you want to check that out that's going to be every wednesday over at it's 550 meg street um so go go visit them uh they'll have different mm-hmm. vendors there different music uh last week they had uh drummers chris you remember who that was what the name was yes yeah, so uh wamba african drummer i forgot the full name but wamba is w-o-m-b-a you yeah. can look them up on facebook and on instagram uh, they are they're fantastic drummers and dancers, and they were giving out. They were uh, doing like a da- uh, drum lesson. Once they start doing yes. the dance lessons, I'm in. I want to. I want to like flip around <laughs> as good. Yeah, as I me did. too, man. I need those moves. Um, no, that was awesome. So go check them out. Really good people. Yes. Um, next week, Chris, who are we having on the show? Next week is <laughs> next week is, is that uh, our four ninety? No, we're visiting four ninety next week. No, no, next week. <laughs> so next week is uh, wait. Caribbean next Heritage. week we're having Caribbean heritage. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I we can't wait to that. go there. Uh, I mean, we went there. I can't wait to uh, have them on. Yes, mm-hmm. no, that's going to be another great interview. Um, so we're excited to have them. They're going to be our Juneteenth guest. So um, definitely look out for that one. And um, yes, can't wait. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter if I announce it now, but um, the last month we had our first comedy show, comedy and food show with Le, P- Le Petit Poutine. Uh, we'll be doing that again uh, at the end of the month. Tickets will be on sale soon, June 29th. So be on the lookout for that. Um, we got, we won't announce the performers yet, but, um, we got two more performers, two new performers. They're going to be amazing. Um, it's going to be another great show. Poutine will be there again, Ronnie and Lizzie. Um, so 
look out for that and make sure you snag some tickets. Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Chris, you have a great week. Um, oh, real quick on uh, on Wednesday, they're having uh, Doughboys and Madeline's Catering is having an event over at Artisan Works, um, which is uh, they're collaborating. Mm-hmm. They're going to have that smoked Gouda pizza over there. Um, you can pre-order now right over at the mm-hmm. Doughboys website if you want to get in on that. I think they're having live music, too like six o'clock or something like that but yeah check out doughboys for all the details madeline's catering both past guests <laughs> yeah that'll be that'll be a good time definitely yes sir all right chris you have a great week i'll see you soon buddy all right you too Peace. Ciao.